Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. Before we begin, I would like to open up with a prayer for our country amidst the uh, social and uh, pandemic uh, turmoil that we're going through. Let's bow our heads as we go through. It comes from the manual priest, and it's a prayer for our country. Lord of all power and might, who cometh from every good and perfect gift, pour out thy blessing upon our land, these United States of America, that we may have grace to use thy rich gifts according to thy holy will, and strengthen us to seek peace and justice for all mankind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in unity with the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. So today's propers come from the 4th of July day setting uh, in your prayer book. And specifically, they come from uh, more so the gospel, the fifth chapter of St. Matthew, beginning at that 43rd verse. And there's a lot to talk about, right? In our modern nation, as we as Americans, more should over, moreover, remember this day. And every day, every day, thanking God for the grace he's bestowed upon us as a nation, as Americans, and as a people. And even more so, in our congregation, the ability still to come together, even in those extremists of times, to celebrate together and walk together in our Christian faith. However... Today's gospel reminds us that as Christians in the world, we may be persecuted for our faith. And yes, we may be put to death. And yet we are called to love those who hate us. And that's a difficult one to swallow. Um, I know it's, it's very difficult for me, too, even as a priest. He says, Jesus said, Ye have heard it that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. And we have to remember that in this context, this was the law that was given to um, God's people, the Jews, via Leviticus. But and, and originally, Jesus came to fulfill that law. And thus he gave a new outlook and much more of a new command. and said further, but I say unto you, right? He says, love your enemies and bless them that curse you and do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitely, despitefully use you and persecute you. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. To a first century Jew, that was like, whoa, wait a minute, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, you're asking me to, to back up and, and, and love those that even hate me as well? We have to think about that in those days, right? The command to love our neighbor was also the fulfillment of the law of God. That we must therefore hate our enemies was an inference drawn from it by the Jews. It wasn't really written anywhere. They supposed that in those days, if you loved one, well, then you got to hate the other. But that was never the case, right? They were total strangers to that great, special God's law that which requires to love both. That is the commandment, to love thy neighbor as thyself, right? A neighbor in this sense, in, in this sense, would have literally meant that one that was nearest to them or one that you showed um, acts of kindness. But Jesus came to fulfill that law and he says, not only just your neighbors that I want you to love, but I also want you to love your enemies. And that's kind of tough. And think about that in our, in our modern-day Christian walk. To ask somebody, those who have done wrong to us, you know, I love you. That doesn't mean that we put ourselves in harm's way again with them. That doesn't mean that we go about and we... we but if we were to encounter that person who is our, who's talked bad about us, who's used us, we would bless them and we would love them and we would go up on, their, on our walk. It's a very difficult thing to have to, to, have to do. Um, 
And I think that this, that this is at the meaning of his heart, that Jesus reminds us to, to do this. Well, all the while, Jesus reminds us of this, so that as he stated, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. Children. Right? And eventually, Jesus would want us to grow. But children are who are called to grow and to mature and come to the fullness, which is Christ Jesus for us. To mature in our Christian walk. To go back to what is ultimately God's grace at the end of our walk, at the end of our lives. And let's read on a little bit. He says, He he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. And this is an important um, <clears throat> instrument that Jesus talks about in his language. He says, it's important to first introduce, because remember, if you think back to an agrarian society, good weather was all important. As a matter of fact, it was one thing that would probably keep you from starving, you know, uh, or not. Righteous farmers in those days would be considered God's, would, could technically be considered God's friends, but the unrighteous farmers would be considered God's enemies. But if you see in the scripture and the text, regardless of the farmer's disposition towards God, whether good or or God's enemy, God gives sunshine and rain to all farmers in equal proportion. You ever hear when you were a child, it's okay, love your name. My mom used to say in Spanish, uh, God takes care of everybody, right? That's the same thing. We don't have to worry about it. God takes care of everybody, whether good or bad. When God gives good sunshine and good rain to, uh, to an evil farmer, it's still an example of God's loving his enemies, right? Even Jesus loved those who hated him. God makes no distinction between the evil and the righteous in this instance, but he gives him good gifts to both. We read further in today's gospel, For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans have the same. And this has something to do with our Christian lives as we go, we are called forth and what good can we do if it's just in our own circles, right? We have to go forth. We're sent forth to carry the gospel to all nations. That's what the apostles did. Jesus gave his apostles in that Pentecost. And we think back in, in Pentecost, you know, the Holy Spirit not to be afraid, but to go forth and share the gospel with others, not even knowing their language. But the Holy Spirit took care of that, right? And they were even going to places where they would be hated and to be persecuted and even put to death. One thing that comes to mind is Father Jerry, or perhaps our soldiers that are serving in other countries, right? Um, not all of our soldiers are Christian, I understand that, but the ones that are, they have to go through that. That's a very difficult thing. What's interesting here, though, <laughs> and even more so, is that Jesus highlights the publicans that are mentioned on the side, and, and note, these were officers of revenue. Um, Farmers or receivers of public enemy, I'm sorry, public money. Uh, these men were usually employed by Romans to gather the taxes and customs which they um, exacted from the nations that they had conquered. And they were generally odious <laughs> for their extortion and oppression against their own people. Uh, and they were reckoned by the Jews as the very scum of the earth. That's uh, not a good thing. But even in that, right, Christ reminds us as we read, and if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so. But be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. And so once again, 
Christ reminds his followers, and this is true as today, as this day, as his followers, to be perfect in love, and yet even love those that hate you. That's tough. That's a tough one to swallow. I know it was very tough for me last night when I was reading this. It is in this great commandment, right? And, and Christ gives lots of commandments within the gospel. But this one more so to call to mind. That even as difficult as it can be on our Christian journey, that Jesus calls us forth. Jesus, sharing his word, going beyond the letter of the law, right? But rather embodying the spirit of the law, telling us that Christian love and is done together, right? For those who persecute and hate us, it is okay. And it is a struggle, but it is one that brings us true independence of the enemy who desires to turn us away from God and his will. Let us remember, therefore, today, this great nation, especially in your prayers. And as it struggles, like we do in its walk with Christ, that God would place his hand and extend his grace over our nation. Let, let us remember that, that God should bless its, its people and that she may be prosperous in its walk and as a nation of God. And let us remember in our Independence Day to remember our love our enemies as well. And remember our freedoms that we have amid this time of a pandemic and some extreme, actually a lot of extreme social discord. For all these things, we pray in thy name, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.